to the Third Variable Podcast. I'm the host, L.F. Speller, and you can find this show on soundcloud.com slash 3rdvariable and wherever most podcasts are found. Now, every podcast might be someone's first, so I wanted to point out that this show is called Third Variable because when thinking about why things are the way they are, there's often an additional influence or variable impacting what's going on that's worth considering. These will be my thoughts. What'll be yours? You can share those with the show's Twitter and Instagram at 3RDVariable and the email at 3RDVariablePodcast at gmail.com. So send me some feedback, topical questions, responses, etc. to one of those places and we'll make this show our show. I don't have any feedback this week, but I did want to give a shout out to folks who are following the Twitter and following the Instagram accounts. I will be putting out more episodes, so stay tuned for that, and I'll be trying to get the show out a little more. So if you follow the show and you're listening to the show on the different podcast platforms, uh, hit us up with a review, and I'll figure out how to check that. <laughs> and we'll see. We'll keep going from there. Um, so this show is a little bit off the cuff today. Um, I just finished giving a lecture not that long ago, so I should probably be giving my vocal cords a rest, but I wanted to get an episode out even though the episode is not really talking about a whole lot. It's more like a kind of ideas and then talking off the cuff. So one of the things that I want to talk about is that I seem to be busier now than before. And it's really weird <laughs> because I would have expected that with me being home so often that I would just, I don't know, be more productive and have more free time or be better at managing what's going on. I have no idea. What I do know is that there seems to be a combination of like work items and home chores that when present in close proximity as is the result of being, you know, obedient to the stay at home order, then, you know, it's just, you see the work it has to get done and then you go do something like fix yourself something to eat and ah, oh, I got to do these chores or, oh, I should, while I'm doing this, I need to make sure I put the clothes on or, you know, whatever random thing that might be happening. So I guess that might be it. It could also be that I'm having to put things online that before I would just create and print off in Xerox or whatever back at campus. So I don't know. It's a lot of stuff happening, a lot of stuff going on. And I'm trying to get better at that and trying to make sure that I'm being more responsible with my, you know, work home situation. But I'll get to that in a minute. I did want to interject for a second and talk about how fascinating it was and continues to be for me to watch this federal system at work and I watch it be stretched to what I would think would be its limits during this time of the COVID-19 pandemic or the SARS-CoV-2 pandemic and the um, 45th administration, it's botching this thing and it's just like fumbling the ball all the way down the field. Personal opinion, yes, it is. Hot take, I don't think so. Um, that's debatable. Right into the show and I'll read the feedback and address whatever it is you got to say if you think otherwise. Or if you agree, I'll read that too. Nevertheless, right, what we're seeing is the way that the federal system is designed to work doesn't seem to be carrying out and doing the thing that it should be for the people, right? So it's supposed to be protecting us, it's supposed to be providing education for us, and it's supposed to be um, taking care of like public health matters and things of that nature for us, right? And 
we're just getting all kinds of misinformation, right? We got the president pushing forward this panacea or this medicine for folks to take that is not showing to be helpful or preventative or curing um, COVID-19 once it is contracted and once it develops. The death toll for this week, it's April 6th right now, has gone up to 10,000 folks at the start of this week. Um, You know, we had a captain in the Navy who was publicly removed essentially from his position on the ship. It seemed that he tried to go up the chain of command and do what he had to do to tell them that, Hey, I've got people on my ship suffering from what we believe to be COVID-19 and we got to get them off. We got to protect the other folks who are not yet infected or symptomatic. And I guess they, you know, they just kind of like, ah, put him to the side or told him to keep doing what he was doing or something because he ended up sending out an email, I guess. And that was part of the reprimand is that he did not follow the chain of man command appropriately, or he didn't send a secure transmission or message or whatever it was. Somehow it got leaked that this was going on and you know, the story caught wind and the journalists did what they were supposed to do, put the story out there. And I guess it was embarrassing for the administration And next thing you know, we got this cinematic video that looks like a scene out of a movie. It would be directed exactly the same way, I'd imagine. Maybe just a little better close-up shot and some editing to show the close-up on the the lead actor to be the captain or something. But he's literally walking down the plank as the sailors are cheering his name, you know, and, and applauding him for trying to do what he was supposed to do, basically, right? Tell him what's going on and, and make sure that the lives of his crew were being protected. And he saluted and turned around as they were cheering him. And then, you know, he, I guess, got reassigned or something. I don't know. But, I mean, what a disaster, right? We've got governors delaying elections, so kudos to them. But at the same time, we need to have, in my opinion, more strict application and enforcement of these stay-at-home things, right? Really determine what is an essential business um, so we can get people safe and, and staying at home and continuing to try to flatten this curve. Um, because the spread of this stuff is, I mean, this, this, now they're suggesting that it's airborne. So you, you should wear masks. <laughs> and I'm, I would imagine that if they hadn't dropped the ball back in November and hadn't gotten rid of the pandemic task force or whatever it was initially back in 2018, then we would probably know more about this and be more prepared for this. But I mean, you know, we're just kind of going by this, by the seat of our pants on the fly. And that's the part that's interesting to me, watching these states, these commonwealths who are under this federalist system and this banner of federal government and watching that federal government fail and have these states now, you know, act in ways and providing leadership, which some folks are, I guess they're surprised that this is happening. Um, I'm not. I would expect that this would be, and I don't even necessarily think it's presidential. I think it's just leadership It's gubernatorial leadership. These governors are stepping up and doing what they need to do in order to protect their citizens and their constituents. Some mayors are having some trouble with their governors because I think I just saw a story. I got loads of stories bookmarked that I got to read that'll probably give me better ideas for other content in the, uh, forthcoming podcast but the governor of georgia just reopened the beach and the mayor's like hold up what we don't want people congregating on the beach and potentially spreading this right because that's what's going on you i've seen you know these little gifs or gifs however you say it these uh you know flight paths of of planes and things over countries that are basically just stopped and then you get to the u.s and it's still 
moving and grooving, shaking and baking, right? All these industries and the impact that's going on there. I've got some thoughts about a couple of things that are impacting me personally that I'll share in a moment. But I don't know. It's just so wild to watch, you know, these fringes. We're all, it already feels like we're on the fringes of things because of where how divided and polarized the country is on a variety of issues, um, including the leadership that we want to be in office, you know, depending on which side of the spectrum that you might be landing on because things are so polarized. And now we have things being stretched even further with states basically competing in bidding wars, trying to get equipment they need because we are ill-equipped for this scenario that we have been talking about for like, what, 20 years, 10 years, 15 years, however long it has been, we've known that this kind of thing is likely to happen at some point, And we should have been far more prepared than what we are. Nevertheless, this is where the situation is. And I'm just praying for the safety of my friends and family and all those folks and the nation at large, the world at large, that we are able to, that the you know process would be truncated when it comes to finding the vaccine and that we will be able to smoothly adapt into whatever new situation we're having to find ourselves in, especially on this online world that we are spending so much more time. Um, thankfully for my job, the transition has been relatively smooth. I just basically had to order, I think I covered this before, but I just had to order a little ring light here and um, the little green screen that I attached to my chair. I already had the mic and the camera. Uh, I also got one of those little pins, the electronic pins and the pad. So you connect the pad to the computer and you use the pen right on it. So you can like electronically sign or like highlight stuff on the grass when I'm teaching. It's cool. It's cool. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm a nerd when it comes to those kind of peripherals, peripherals. Um, but yeah, it's, it, it's been relatively, relatively a smooth transition. Um, I'm a bit hermetic as it is. I, I'm a homebody and I, I'm cool with my alone time. That's how I recharge from dealing with folks. Um, but every now and again, you know, it was nice to get a reprieve, to go out, just leave the house whenever I needed to or break up the day by commuting to, to go teach. But now that's not the case. Um, and I'm having to spend a lot of time down here in the basement because um, now my workspace is basically my play space because my gaming rig, because, you know, PC game is where it's at, is down here on the same desk as my work computer. Um, and now my gaming rig has basically become the streaming video recording station as well because it's a newer deal I have set up here. And so I'm having to figure out ways to, I don't know, differentiate what's going on. I mentioned that work, work items and uh, um, home chores kinds of differentiations I'm having to make. And I'm having to make sure that I go upstairs and get out of the basement. My wife was pointing out, like, you know, maybe your circadian rhythm's kind of being tampered with being in the basement so much. And I'm like, you know what? You might be right. Because <laughs> the lighting, the lumens or whatever the the metric would be is, you know, it doesn't change a whole lot. There's some slits down here for me to get some daylight. But it's nothing to brag about. I mean, it's it barely contributes to the lighting down here. And um, so, yeah, it's just... If I spend too many hours consecutively down here, it's just you just lose track of time. I even took a nap this weekend. I don't take naps. And I took a nap this weekend. And I was tired for whatever reason. You know, it's just it was weird. It was very weird. And so, I don't know. The the trans the transition though online is, has been interesting, particularly with, you know, viewing church services um online. That's been interesting. Um 
you know, all the news and everything coming in, communication online. I'll talk a little bit later about hanging out with people online, um, you know, FaceTime or Skype or Zoom or, you know, this other tool that we've been using. But yeah, it's just, it's been interesting. Thankfully, it's been relatively smooth. Um, some things you can't really worry about. You just kind of got to roll with it, like um, screen sharing when I'm teaching my class and I'm trying to switch between videos and presentation and giving the students control so that they can do their presentations, all of that. You know, it's been interesting. The And technical issues, having to leave or come back or fix the mic or fix the camera or this or that. But, you know, it's just, you just, just kind of the new normal. New normal. Um, but today I did make sure to go get some sunlight and some fresh air. But even that was impacted because apparently we've got some squirrels with distemper or something or some raccoons running around. And it's like, what? So I got to stay at home. And then when I go outside to get a breath of fresh air and enjoy a little bit of sunlight, because for whatever reason, the sun is shining in Ohio right now. I got to watch out for raccoons shaking the block down. But, you know, it's I'll just keep an eye out. Make sure that I get my sunlight and my uh, fresh air. <laughs> Won't let them raccoons, you know run the block and uh, yeah such a it's, <laughs> it's just so crazy it's just this crazy pilot on top of crazy um i was joking with my friend because i was telling him that you know yesterday was hard because i had a moment where i had like i was hangry and that overlapped with being lazy and i just I ain't want to make a meal because I've been, we've been making our meals for the past three weeks. All of them. We haven't done any takeout. We haven't done any fast food. None of that stuff. Ordering in. None of that. We've just been making all our food, cleaning up all the dishes. And I just didn't want to do that. And I was already hangry because we had a plumber come over. I didn't want him to. I didn't want him to come over, but we had a couple issues that needed to get sorted. And I made sure to, you know, spray down behind them, making sure everything was copacetic. But, um... Yeah, man, I was just, I ended up waiting for him for like eight hours. He was supposed to come before noon. He ended up coming at like three or four, between noon and 12. And he showed up at like three or four. And I'm just like, bro, what? And I didn't want to get too comfortable because, you know, I got a stranger in my house. And then I got to clean up the areas where he was because, you know, I don't know where he'd been or what he got. <sighs> I don't know. Yesterday was rough. But it was First Contact Day. So I watched Star Trek First Contact. If you don't know, that's the day that the humans first made contact with the Vulcans because the humans had achieved warp flight. And so therefore the Vulcans were like, Oh, okay. We won't interfere with their development because they already have warp flight. So let's go holler at the humans and see what's going on. So that's just a nerdy tradition that I have every April 5th. I watch Star Trek first contact and 2063 is getting closer and closer. I think I'll be like 76 or something. Yeah, I should be like 76 in 2063. So hopefully, um, I don't know. I don't even really, really know if I want that to be the case, but it would be cool. Although there's a lot you got to live through in Star Trek in order to get to space uh, warp flight. So I don't know if I want to live through all that. Maybe it'll just show up. Let's go with that. Anyway. Um, oh, yeah. Another thing I was telling my friend was um, my next outing is basically determined and driven by milk expiration dates so the last jug of milk expires on april 9th which is going to be this thursday so i'm mentally preparing and going to be physically gearing up to go out put on the mask 
take some gloves with me, take some sanitizer, uh, hand sanitizer with me, some handy sandy, as they say in the streets. Um, they don't say that. Don't say that. Don't say handy sandy. Um, but it's going to be weird to go out. And the plumber, while he was here, he did tell me that it seems like, you know, people just out and about, which is disheartening. I wouldn't know because I've been at home, but apparently people are just kind of still doing their thing. So I don't know. hope the severity really hits folks and they take it seriously because I don't wish any ill on anybody, especially not the way this thing is shaking out to affect folks. Um, but yeah, living by milk expiration dates. It's like, what, what, what time is it? But what's, what's really happening? What's really going on? So I don't know. It's just so many changes. So many changes, I guess. It's just kind of, like I said, it's just kind of flowing out today on this particular episode. Um, a couple of industry things, though, that have impacted me. A couple of changes that, you know, like I mentioned before, with the whole state and, and federal government, a lot of times we pay attention to the federal government because we feel like the president's so important, Congress is so important, all that jazz, and we overlook the local Congress and the local executive and judicial branches, right? And so now we're seeing them play a part, especially with the governor stepping up and, and making decisions and choices and things when other leadership seems to be lacking. And so that's one way that we seem uh, where I see a change in some of the life experiences. Another experience that this SARS-CoV-2 pandemic has um, seemed to have affected is the movie and comic industry, right? So I, I enjoy my watching my movies. Um, I don't see all of them, but I do enjoy watching them when I do. And um, But I do collect comics, and I do get comics weekly from a comic shop. And initially, you know, they were mailing the comics out to us, but there's one comics books distributor, pretty much, that essentially has a monopoly on the whole thing, and it's called Diamond. And they have decided that they're not shipping any books. So even when I check my little app to see, you know, what's coming up for this week. Last time that happened, I was able to pay through PayPal, my local comic book shop, and they mailed me my issues because I still get paper issues. And then I take the codes and I get them digitally. I do get some of my comics digitally and some of them via uh, print copies. They call them floppies. Um so my floppies showed up, which was cool. So I was able to use the code, and that's how I read them. You know, get the code, store the floppies, keep them nice in case my boys want to read them later on or, you know, give them away or whatever. Um, but now, since Diamond's not distributing them, now it's having an impact on the industry where nobody has comics to distribute. And so now they're trying to decide whether or not we should kind of do the reverse and continue to put out new issues from the publishers but just make a digital and then therefore people can buy the digital copy and get a code and redeem that code for a print copy once they once all this is over because about 90% of the sales are still print copies and only 10% of the sales roughly people are estimating um are made up by digital issues um which I'm more in the digital camp. I'm trying to get weaned over to that completely. But I still like going to the comic shop, talking comics, shopping, looking around, reading them, looking at the um, trade paperbacks is what they call the the collection of like six issues that might make up an arc. That's called a trade paperback. So I like going in, looking at trade paperbacks, picking up those, adding them to the collection because I collect Black Panther uh, comics for sure. If there's a Black Panther comic that comes out, that's you know really relevant for canon and all that. I grab that mug and I, and I you know wherever he's in, I try to get it. Um, but you can't do that right now, obviously. 
Um, and those stores also serve as like locations for uh, tabletop gaming or card gaming, like Magic the Gathering and all those. I don't play Magic the Gathering, but I do play Dungeons and Dragons. Um, but you know, that's all that is not happening, right? Unless it's doing happening virtually, which does not benefit the shops. And so, what it has been happening is certain comic book publishers will produce codes that you can get a print copy for i mean get a digital copy for for free it's like bonus content um in addition to just selling it straight out as in digital form and it costs about the same so that part's kind of weird but now they're suggesting to do the reverse where you buy the print where you buy the digital code and then redeem a print copy later on and that'll eventually you know get the shops back on their feet or help them now i guess so you can send them the code and i guess they work it out with the publishers but none of that has really happened so far but it but there is an overall interrupt in the industry because i think the the publishers have even stopped decided to stop issuing digital new dish, digital uh, issues as well so that's the weird part about it because it's like I mean, <laughs> just put them out there and let people buy them if they want to buy them. But I guess this is an opportunity for me to catch up on the humongous. If this, if my backlog was print, my entire backlog was print right now, it would be an a ridiculous st- sized stack of comics that I would have to get through. So thankfully, I can just read them on my iPad and I don't have to worry about flipping through and hauling all those books around because my goodness so behind the other thing is movies i think i saw something like amc might be gearing up for a bankruptcy bankruptcy or something as these digital platforms are now like disney plus and netflix and uh, amazon prime and all these other things are you know competing for internet streaming content but now some of these movie releases if they're not being delayed until later dates like summertime or fall then they're just going straight to video or straight to streaming and you have the opportunity to to rent them or buy them outright instead of going to the movies and watching them, which is not going to do the movie theaters any. Because, like, movie theaters and comic book shops are similar in that they're kind of the go-between middleman that you kind of got to – you have a choice in dealing with. Either you can wait and just get the get the issues online digitally or get the issues digitally right away in the case of comics, some of them. Or you can, you know, go to the comic shop and buy it physically. With movies, you know, it was the model has always been it's the movies released, it's in theaters for a while, then it comes out on digital, then it comes out on physical copy. Well, now, you know, it's like psh, just if you don't, I guess if your movie's not projected to be a blockbuster and be a billion dollar movie or whatever, just ship that mug out on, you know, video and let people buy it or rent it. And now you've, you know, might as well get 20 bucks out of folks. And, you know, as opposed to, you know, you might lose out on four. $20 ticket sales, but I mean, that's not necessarily impacting the studio. That's more impacting the the movie theater itself, it seems. But I don't know. I'm just a consumer of the... I'm not in the, the industry all like that, but it's just interesting to watch what's happening with the way people are consuming their media and pining for entertainment in this time, because a lot of folks seem to be bored. And like I mentioned earlier, I seem to have more stuff to do, but Folks are seem like they're weathering this by being super bored and starving for content. So maybe it's just me. But with that, I will continue to talk about some of the stuff that's been really good right now. Hey. 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 
So what's really good has been <laughs> when the opportunity affords itself or makes itself present is when the D&D group that I play with, um, we get together and we play online, right? So we get our cameras and we get on Roll20 and the DM, Dungeon Master or GM, the Game Master, will set it all up and we'll start to play the story, use our character sheets, get a little uh, escapism popping off. And it's been fun. Um, it would be nice if we could do it a little more regularly um, since folks seem to be bored and have a whole bunch of time. But at the same time, whenever it is that we can get together and do that, it's been great. And, you know, if anybody, you know, if we, especially in this season where we can't connect physically or, you know, if anybody's away or moves or something like that, it would still be a nice way to be able to continue to play in certain games, especially if you're able to find people. And it's more common now than it has been in the past, so or so I hear, because I've only been playing uh, tabletop role-playing games or TTRPGs for like five years or so now, but um, somewhere along there. Um, but it's a cool little thing to be able to do, like get our tokens on there instead of in person, roll the die on there on the via the computer instead of in person. Although nothing can really truly replace the in-person tabletop RPG experience, it's a pretty good substitute, especially when uh, in uncertain times. So that's been cool. Um, another thing that has been kind of, I've been appreciative has of has been uh, some of that, time lost during the commutes and passing ships in the morning and in the evening with family, um, you know, you can just kind of see each other randomly. And I have appreciated that more than I thought I would. Cause I'm the type of person where if I don't see you for a while, doesn't mean, you know, you're far from me. I just, you know, charge it to my head and not my heart. I just, I'll think about you. I might see something on Facebook or something. Um, I might even get to the point where we call or, or send a text or whatever. But if I don't, I might, I just don't talk to people on a regular basis. And, you know, that's another one of those personal things that I've got, I've been uh, working on. But when we do connect is I feel like, you know, Hey, we just picking up right where we left off. And I guess that's a, probably a unique experience. Um, it's probably more unique than ubiquitous, I would suppose. I guess um, what I'm trying to say is I guess I am okay with that and more people might not be okay with that. But that's just the way I like. I don't feel any loss of, of connection necessarily. Um, so I figure, you know, hey, I mean, you know, if I'm you know, I'm just doing what I got to do and we'll talk, we'll catch up, bada bing, bada bang. Um, but I can say it has been nice to go upstairs every now and then, mess with the family, hang out with the family, spend 20 minutes playing helping them on a video game or talking to the wife or something random like that. Um, so it, it, I, I have been appreciative of that, of that little time that's been there. And along those lines, also what's been really good has been just kind of reprioritizing what's important, right? All the stuff that we had going on, swim lessons, trying to do this thing, trying to do that thing, going this place, going that place. We had already been kind of paring back on that, but it also, and it would be nice to continue some of that to, you know, especially swim practice, get some of this energy out of these dudes, send them in the backyard and run around, uh, fight off them raccoons. But 
Um, it's just, you know, reprioritizing, thinking about, you know, what things that should be of utmost importance, thinking about uh, personal interactions, what it means, doing a lot more self-reflection, which I've always been a proponent of, which I spend quite a bit of time doing. Um, but it's just, um, I guess, all the more salient in this at this point in time. Yeah. And that's pretty much all I got for this particular episode. So this has been episode six of the Third Variable Podcast. You can email the show at 3rdvariablepodcast at gmail.com. Catch the show on SoundCloud at soundcloud.com slash 3rdvariable. You can reach the show via Twitter and Instagram at 3rdvariable. And my personal handle on Twitter is at that site guy. When you tweet about the show, be sure to use the hashtag, hashtag 3VP. And we out.